what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. to a special Valentine's Day edition of Big Fan, the podcast for lovers. I'm Chad East, and I'm a big fan of long walks on the beach, sexy lingerie, and sipping champagne under the moonlight. I have I have no words to describe what that just happened. I'm not going to subject our fans to this anymore. Come on, my name's sexy voice. Come on, let me hear. My you. name's Hank Eimer, and I'm a big fan of your son getting invited to Disney, leaving you and your wife five days to marinate. Mm. Is that sexy mm-hmm. enough? Pretty marinate. Sexy. Pretty sexy. Ending another day of rainy weather without killing someone. <laughs> Yes. And the start of baseball season. Okay. I know it's an exciting time of the year, Hank. And I know tomorrow is an exciting, not an exciting day for you. Your worst holiday of the year, correct? Valentine's Day. Hate it. We're coming to you live on a Thursday, February the 13th, with Valentine's Day looming upon us. So baseball season right in front of us, as well as Valentine's Day. This is our special Valentine's Day episode, Hank. Can you tell me what you have in store? So your kid's gone now, right? He's gone. So you Valentine's Day is wide open for you and your baby, right? So let's let me hear about all the fun stuff you got planned. <laughs> I appreciate this, and I'm going to take a moment <laughs> yes. to to tell you what yes, we're going to do. I, I can't wait to hear. I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. Yeah, my wife and I are going to Charlotte. I'm Wonderful. taking off of work. Whoa. Okay. Special. We're going to go to Charlotte. We're going to spend the day shopping, eating. Mm-hmm. She wants to go to a couple of different stores. I'm down with that. Yeah. Right? Sure. There's no way in hell you're going to find me at a restaurant tomorrow night. Okay? This is just the, the worst day mm-hmm. to go to a restaurant. And it's a manufactured holiday. Right? Yes. What are we going to do? We've challenged another couple here in town to a tennis match. Woo-hoo! Lovely. Okay? Nice. We're going to nice. get our competitive juices yes. flowing mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day. And then after we beat them, Pete, yes, we get a gra- go grab a bite to eat. I don't know. It's a pretty solid day, man. I didn't know you had that much creativity in you to lay out a great Valentine's Day like that for your wife. That's pretty awesome. How about you? Well, hard to get a reservation. I realized <laughs> that last night when uh, I decided. You decided hey, last night. <laughs> last night. Hey, would it be great if we go grab some, a nice? Dinner for Valentine's Day with the kids. So our Valentine's Day for the last five years have consisted of we go out to eat with the kids. Like, we do this stuff as a big family. So anyway, I called about ten places in town. Nothing. Called Charlotte. Nothing. Did find, I have a friend that runs a restaurant in Morganton called Root and Vine. Yeah. 
Yes, and so she squeezed us in. So we are going up there tomorrow, going to beat the uh, Lovebird traffic. So we're going to early bird 4.30. Dinner. We're going to be there at 5. We'll be there at 5. Five sharp. We'll probably be done at 5.52. Okay. You know, and then we might head back down Interstate 40, catch a movie, who knows. But we'll be kind of in this area because I'm kind of like you. want to be out? I mean, you want to catch a movie? Um, I will. If that's what the girls want to do, this is their God. day. This is their day. I would prefer not to, but, you know, we'll see see where it takes us. But I'm kind of like you. Valentine's Day, for me, not the not the best holiday. Um, there's too many other ones to worry about. Sure. It seems like there's a holiday now every two weeks. Next every- Monday's one. President's Day. Right. My favorite. <laughs> you have <ten laughs> I dress favorites. up like Abraham Lincoln, and I just hit the town running, baby. Wasn't he really tall? Yes, he was. I wear a very tall hat. All right? A very <laughs> tall hat. It's like six feet tall hat. Okay. All <laughs> so right. anyway, uh, when, we were, when I was thinking about what we wanted to talk about today, you know, I sent you a text, and I said, Valentine's Day disasters. And I was going through my collection of memories because there's only going to be, like, you're thinking, like, middle school to high school. Yes, you know, I'm like, not talking about. When you're about, romantic. Yes, when this really. Trial this, and error. When this day was really big. Like, okay. you would save money for months to be able to get a good Valentine's Day gift for your, for your lady, your special someone. Right. So I went back in the archives. I can't really remember of a tremendous disaster. I guess I've always been really good at love, Hank. <laughs> So no disasters for you. Yeah, I can't recall of anything that was tremendous. Do you, do you remember of anything that was I do. Like, just terrible? I do. I, okay, I, I got chicken pox late. Oh, God. Listen, late, yeah. okay? I spent a whole, like, two weeks trying to convince my mom to send my girlfriend roses in school. You remember how you'd send roses to school? And it would be just seal the deal. They would call her name to the office to get the yeah. flowers? Oh, yeah. Yes, I remember Did this. it in middle school. Because, I, you know, the benefit that I had is I had a bunch of old guys like yourself, my yeah. brother, mm-hmm. that were ahead of me. Right. And I saw what you guys were doing with your girlfriends. And so I was probably early in the curve, you yes. know, like the roses so, to school or whatever. Wow. So, so I you were was, like doing this sweet stuff like early in the game. I had to do it wow. early in the game. Early in the game. But what ended up happening is about seventh grade, I was sending these roses. Yeah. And, you know, part of the, the best part about doing it is seeing her after school, her hugging you. Yes. It's just cementing the mm, relationship, yes. right? Yes. I got chicken pox. <laughs> so it all went for naught. And I think she broke oh. up with me the next oh, week. I don't know. Lord. I didn't get to seal the deal with the, uh, with the hug. With the hug. You're laid up in bed with the chicken pox, and, for God's well, You know, sakes. afterwards, she calls me on your landline. You know, you're laid up. And she, I was like, <laughs> did you like him? You know, it wasn't oh, very romantic. Oh, Valentine's Day disaster. Yeah. So I remember, this isn't a disaster, but I remember in high school, senior year, trying to pick out a Valentine's Day gift at Victoria's Secret for my 16-year-old girlfriend, right? Wow. Probably not. That's not smart. No. Don't do that. Don't, Don't do go that. in Victoria's Secret, Valentine's Day, you're a... Junior in high school, she's a sophomore in high school. She might not even been sixteen yet, Hank. Don't do that. I don't like where this show is going. <laughs> Can we edit, edit this? Ahead? Edit, edit, edit that I last edit? segment. I don't want to edit more that of last this. segment. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. I have a good Valentine's story. Oh, please share. Yeah, you're, please. you're talking about disasters. I thought we were going to share a disaster yes. and then a, and then a, a something uplifting, triumphant. Right. Right. Let's go. So that was in seventh grade. Yeah. In sixth grade. 
is when I, I feel like I, you know, you start dating and you start to really figure out, what, you know, who you like sure. and everything. Got a little more confidence. Right. So this young lady that I was dating, I was throwing the kitchen sink at her, you mm-hmm. know, to see if I could just, I was going to be her boo. You, you're trying to impress this, this fine young thing. Right. Okay. So we get to about January and I start thinking about it. Right. I, I'm thinking early. I'm like, hey, I got to get this stuff put together. And you remember when you wanted a song on a tape, mm-hmm. you had to wait for it to come on the radio. Push play record, double button. Double yep. button, boop, boop. and you had to do it. Yep. The next month, I made a tape. Mm. It's always I, a good gift. I stood by that radio, <laughs> and I double buttoned that thing yes. to death. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Came out with a great tape. That was enough for me. Was not enough. <sighs> Backyard, I put together the table. Mm, had a, a flower in the... You know, in the vase. Yes. Had dinner outside on mm-hmm. the back. Tablecloth. It, it was lovely. Under, like, the, under the moon. I remember my mom and my na- my the neighbors, the ladies coming over. I remember seeing them in the clo- in the uh, kitchen, <laughs> looking out the window, just laughing, laughing. their ass oh, off at me. How but sweet. hey, it was my deal. Yeah, I was trying to press the ladies. Of course, of course. Just thought of one. So Jennifer, my wife, our first Valentine's Day gift giving. Uh, she was big in, this is, you got to imagine, senior year in college, right? Senior year in college, you're still trying to find yourself. But, you know, you got, anyway, you're almost out of school. You're almost a real adult now. You're three months from getting into the real world, but you're still holding on to kind of college. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Trying to start to get serious about real life, but still holding on to college. Well, she was a big candle fan, right? A big candle fan. Like, literally... We, everywhere if we were together, we were lighting candles, you know, just beautiful, beautiful candles in the in the darkness. I didn't know this about <laughs> your family. Yes. Music always Go on. on candles. So anyway, I found this really cool candle at, I don't remember, some store in the mall. And it was shaped in a like a pyramid, and you would pour this oil in it, and it had this funky little wick, and you light it. And depending on, I don't know what kind of oils, the oil would change colors, like blue and green. It was really cheesy now that I think about it. But back then I was like, oh, this would be pretty romantic. So anyway, we exchanged gifts and we went out that night with all our friends and came back and we were always hanging out. And so I remember showing her that candle. Well, the candle would light a big flame. And, you know, back in college, when we get back from bars, it'd be very late. And sometimes people get sleepy. And so you're supposed to blow out candles before disaster happens. And I remember falling asleep late and we forgot to blow out the candle. And I think I remember waking up at like 5.30 in the morning, and it has this full of oil, right? And so this flame was like this big, probably could have caught our whole house on fire. But, sure. but fortunately, blow it out quickly, right back to bed, you know? <laughs> Thank God. So, yes, and the, another funny thing, she bought me a candle. We didn't know we were going to get candles to, for each other. She gave me a candle. I gave her a candle. Is this your best Valentine ever? Is this your best <laughs> Valentine story ever? It's a pretty terrible Valentine's Day story, but uh, you know that's all I have, right? Okay, now. that's all I have. Okay. Do you want to hear the carnation story no. of Grandview sixth grade? Let's pass on that Let's one. Right? Pass Let's on that pass one. on that. Okay, buddy. Romantic. Sticking with the Valentine's Day theme, but transitioning just slightly because I know everybody wants to be updated to how Championship Week went for our basketball teams two weeks or last week, two weekends ago. Right. Start us off. Okay, so we were undefeated in the season, champions 
yes. for the season, right? And so we whittle our way through the uh, through the uh, tournament, and we get to the finals. And we have what I we had our team was probably the best group of talented kids. Ten, okay. ten yeah, yeah, ten nine, kids. ten yeah. kids. Very so our talented. team, I feel like we had the best athlete yeah. kind of basketball player dynamic. Yeah, the team we played had the best player, like yes. we talked about. Yes, big kid, ta- a foot taller than everybody. Really skilled, smart, smart brilliant, kid, brilliant yeah. basketball mind. So we start off, and we are, um, we start off the the game hot, and we're ahead. But then we go down, and at halftime, we're we're down significantly, yeah. eight points, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, we know that this kid is the lifeblood of this team, and he's got three fouls on him. So mm-hmm. our goal is let's get two more. Keep driving it at him. Keep right. trying to get a foul. Right. Smart strategy. Yeah, but he's smarter than that, and he doesn't want any part of that. And so he's letting us go by, but he's still swatting everywhere. He's playing great defense. Um, We pull it back to four, and I think you remember that part, right? It was the ball was scrambling. I think Harris shoots it. Your son made the shot. Made the shot, so it goes in to get it up to four. So I was like, man, now we're pressing, which threw them off a little bit. And that big boy just took over. He did. They just handed him the ball, and you couldn't stop it. I mean, you could not expect our kids to stop what that kid was doing. Yeah. End of the game, they won by like eight, but, you know, it came down to free throws and stuff like that. So I tip my hat off to them because they certainly played hard. We had a great season. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you, and I think you probably saw it, when they won the game, did you see that that boy that played so hard and his dad? No. Uh, He was the coach. And it meant so much to them because they play oh, together all the time. Cool. He came off, hand up, crying, ran straight to his dad. You're and I was kidding. like, man, that's pretty awesome. That's, that's what it's about. So I was fortunate enough to be able to watch that game. It was a heck of a basketball game. Both teams deserve to be in the finals because you are two really good teams. Um, that guy that I, I don't know his name. Alonzo. Alonzo. The way that he handled himself on the court, the way that he knew the game, he would tell his teammates, not as a boss, but he was a, as a leader. Mm-hmm. He would say, hey, let's don't move on this free throw. Like the little things yep. that help you win games. And he was just the absolute leader on the court. I'm telling you, I walked out of that out of that gym thinking, this dude, he's going to be something on He'll this basketball good. court. I mean, he is going to be a player. I'm not saying he's NBA because we don't know how he's going to grow. Right. But I'm saying his, his smarts on the basketball court, he was smarter – Basically, then y'all coaching me as a fan. He knew everything about the game. I was so impressed. By yeah, him. he had a good. He's a good, good yeah. kid too. He's the, good on the field. The I mean, other really, the thing that I noticed, you can just tell this dude is great. So one of his mom or somebody else started to run their mouth just a little bit at the ref. He looked at her. He said, "Mom, no," and he came back and kept doing his business. Yeah, I mean, I heard the same on. thing. Did you hear him, yeah, you hear yeah. him say it? Yeah. Unbelievable. So that dude's awesome. Congratulations to a great season. So I guess you, you are going to be coaching All-Stars. Our team is, and Jay Caldwell is a coach with ours. I'm glad you brought this up. My son did not make the All-Stars. <laughs> no. But, but you can still coach because the number one team. Number one team right. coach. Yeah. But there are so many good kids, yeah. and their their dads are coaches in our league. So Jay's make. son made it, and we brought a coach on. I mean, no sense in him. Got it. I'm moving on to baseball. Got it. Uh, but our our all star team, like years in the past, Hickory boys this age group, yeah, has won like every game by like thirty points. Really? So you take like Alonzo and you take those three kids from my team yes. that you know, of, and Pretty then solid. there's four other kids. The 
Getty's kid. There's yeah. all these other kids that are going to run shop. That would be fun to watch. It would be. So um, our season kind of did a little bit different than yours. We had a really tough regular season. We scraped by at four and four. But I really felt when the tournament, and I mentioned this to you too, I said when the tournament time comes around, I think we're going to be ready. I think we'll be ready. Anyway, we get through our first two games. We get into the championship game against the number one team. They had one loss on the year maybe. So anyway, telling my girls, we, we practiced several times that week, and I just kept saying, look, we're here now. Let's finish. We set these goals at the beginning of the year. Our final goal was to win the championship. Let's finish. I just kept pounding in their head. Let's finish. Let's finish. We finish by be, being a team like we've done all year. But, you know, let's finish what we started. Kept saying that. So that was our mantra for the week. But we get to the game, and they're ready. I mean, I can look at them in the warm-ups, and I'm – there's no nerves. It's excitement to get on the court. They hadn't been that way all year. It's the championship. They're ready to play. We get out there and play. Boom. Pop, pop, pop. We get up like eight to two early. I mean, we. Which is an insurmountable lead. Oh, it's huge lead. I'm f- feeling so very confident, very confident because eight to two in that is more like 35 to 16. You know, right. I mean, it's a big lead. Well, anyway. Of course, they're the number one team. They're not going to quit either, the team we're playing. They're going to give us everything they've gotten. Here they come. They br- they're bringing this kitchen sink at us, and they actually tie us up. They tie us up. We get to uh, with a minute to go. And so it's back and forth, back and forth. And with about 18 seconds to go, maybe 22, we get a rebound, put it up, boom. Now we're up 12 to 10. I feel really good now because up 12, 10, 20 seconds to go. Woo, I'm feeling great. So – Ball turns over at least four more possessions between that because it's hard with the press for each team to get the ball. They get the ball out of bounds. We're up to with 2.3 seconds on the clock. On their side, sideline, not in, not under the basket, but on the sideline. As I'm, I don't know if I'm panic, Hank. I don't know what I do. But I know in this league they can't – all we really have to do is set up behind the half uh, half court and just put our hands up, right. no fouls. Just don't – they're not – they can't shoot a half-court shot. Right. Just make it kind of hard for them to throw the ball in, but just don't let them get a, a real shot off. But I say, no, let's play man-to-man. Play man-to-man defense. That's what got us here. Let's play man-to-man. So the coach called a beautiful play call. He lined everybody up at full or half-court, and the, his best athlete threw the ball in instead of being the one to catch it. And so we're all man to man. So we're just lined up in a line right there with them. Well, she said, break, slap the ball, break. And their fastest girl just took off to the goal. I mean, and my girl sitting there watching her and the girl that with the athlete lobbed it over everybody's head. It bounces once and ends up right in her hands with two seconds on the clock. Yep. Two, one, she has two dribbles, lays it up. It goes in and rolls out. Oh, no. I mean, I, <clears throat> I could not believe what, I, what was happening. Um, that just shows you. Bas- I mean, I wanted as soon as I saw them line up, I wanted to call a timeout. Like, no, 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 we're in the wrong defense. I had no timeouts. I looked at Josh. I was like, what have I? What have we done? Because Josh was like, man to man too. He was yeah. the same way, and it could have cost us the championship. But fortunately, we held on and we got it done. So <laughs> you know, it's funny as I watched the game. Yeah, I was there, yeah. and the last half was spectacular, unbelievable. Yeah, you shouldn't have won that game. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yes. like there were two in the last two layups. They're in the last twenty seconds. Yes. They missed two point blankers. Point blankers, right there, right. And I mean, that just just goes to show mm. it could 
change in yeah, the blink of a hat. Absolutely. Congratulations on oh, your championship. Thank you very much, and congratulations to your regular season championship. We're rolling into All-Stars now, so All-Star practice is actually right after Who's our podcast. Wes and I are coaching the Pee Wees, and Josh Elder's coaching the Midget League. So we're going to scrimmage with them today. It'll be a lot of fun because his girls are older, and they are really talented and tall and fast and all that good stuff. So anyway, it's going to be good. So, yeah, man, it was a, a great weekend of basketball. Now you're moving on to baseball. Give our audience just a little hint. Like what league are y'all in now and what's going on? Because I know this is Harris's and your sport that you love dearly. Yeah, so last year we played Rec Midget League. We played Travel Ball 2, which, mm-hmm. you know, two teams, pretty tough because you got practice and everything else. Yep. Um, we have decided to play one baseball team, and he is playing Travel Soccer as well. Holy so we're going to play Travel Soccer and Travel, travel Baseball. baseball. And so uh, it's it's going to be tough, but you know the thing is, as long as he wants to do it and he's excited and he's been excited, that's I'm excited for him. Yes, um, you know. But uh, I think uh, I got off the. We had baseball practice indoors the other day. I left, and I was excited. I mean, I, I mean, I was excited. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so I mean, I I just love that sport, and yeah. I'm just ready for baseball season to start. Well, good luck to you. Hope it's going to be a great season. And Thank Hank, you. now let's get back. To all the lovers. All right, so back to our Valentine's Day theme. Let's go to our top five romantic movies of all time. And, hey, this is what I did. First of all, you know, I'm going to go through this list, and you tell me your kind of, like, go-to if you have one. You can call it a date movie. You can call it a romantic movie. Like, you remember when you were in junior high or high school and you had that first, you took your girl to the movie theater and you reached over Put your arm around it. You remember that? You make that yawn and ah, do that. <laughs> I do. So if you have that memory, you can talk about it. But I did want to share this list with you because this list, to me, I found it so everybody can go view it. It's this website called thetoptens.com. Normally, I don't reference this website because it's bogus. But I was running out of time, and I said this will be a good starting point. So I want you to listen to what their top five was. And then I want to go through the rest of their top 50, and you'll get a good laugh. Number five, Pretty Women. Pretty Woman. We can agree that's a very good Great romantic comedy I, movie. I, I really like it. It's a good movie. one. When it's on, I'm always watching it. Love Actually, some people will call that a Christmas movie and love movie or romantic movie combined. Pretty good movie. I could see it for Ghost was three. Do you remember I was getting ghost? ready to say. Were you going to say ghost? That's kind of what I remember in Wrong. like seventh grade. Absolutely. Going to that movie and yes. thinking, hey. Hey. Remember the clay? Oh, the clay that was when Patrick Swayze was the ghost, right? Yes, Patrick Swayze was the ghost, and Demi Moore was right. the star actress. Right. Uh, yes, looking beautiful. Two, you want to take a guess? These next two are within the last 15 years, so you would know them for certain. A cu- one of them might have been your high school. Yes, I think in, when you were in high school. There's this girl. And she's, Dirty Dancing. No, that's like in there too, but she's at the front of a ship. Titanic. Yes, Titanic is two. Titanic is two. And then number one per the top10s.com list was a movie called The Notebook. Now, I've never seen this, but every... Nicholas Sparks, right? Yes. Every girl that I've spoken with has, has seen this movie and loved it, right? Have you seen this movie? No. Okay. That's the top five list. You ready to move on to the sure. top 50 where you're not going to believe these? They had it number six. Love movie, love story, romantic movie of all time, Forrest Gump. Okay, Forrest Gump. <laughs> it's a love movie, I guess. It is, but number six of all time, hilarious. Number 10, the, who's the dude that's, uh, the movie's called Step Up, he's a dancer. You know who I'm talking about? The dude that's in the... Uh, he's a dancer? He's a, what 
<laughs> like a like a no, male dancer he, or he, like he does a movie that I'm talking about the actor. He just broke up with his wife. Now he's dating this other girl. You know the Channing Channing Tatum. Tatum. Number ten, Step Up, love best love story movie of all time. Number ten. Number ten. Number twenty three, The Matrix. The Matrix. <laughs> what kind of list is this? Right. The Matrix. The Matrix twenty three. How about twenty six? Edward Scissorhands. That's I terrible. thought that was a horror movie. I mean, what the <laughs> hell list is this? 20, 39, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Dragon? <laughs> Isn't that a, a martial art movie? Yes. And last but not least, number 49, coming in strong, Wally, the animated <laughs> robot movie. So, anyway, the top tens.com. You got to know where we're coming from on this list, right? So, maybe don't believe everything that. You so, see and hear. So let me let me ask you something. Yes. So when I when I hear a romantic comedy, yeah. I it doesn't have to be a comedy, just a romantic movie. That's well, yeah, but about. I mean, I think a romantic comedy because you know I think I you're not going to get me to sit down and watch, you know, a, a lot of chick flicks right. that don't have action or something like that. Yeah. I you know I'll certainly do it, but when I think of romantic movies, they're all have like a comedic side to sure, them. Sure. And so like when we were talking about we talked about this earlier in a text. I started thinking about it, and in my mind, you won't believe like the movies that came <laughs> up like in my mind. So, like number one that flashed in my mind, Coming to America. Oh, love story. Okay, it's yeah, a love story, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Coming Can't to believe a- that wasn't even on the list. That should be a top fifty. The Wedding Singer. That was on the list. It okay. made it. That's perfect. Okay. Wedding Crashers. Tin Cup. Tin Cup's a great one, right? Okay, yes, that. Friends qualify. with Benefits. Do you remember that movie? I remember that one. Yes. Uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That was a top fifteener on this. Okay. Yep. So those are all those are all ones that I think about. Yes. But I, you know, Cas- uh, Casablanca or right. any of that stuff, you're not getting me to sit. Casablanca down on was like twelve. I think Gone with the Wind was like nine. The movie that I remember vividly, seventh grade, Yawn Trick, right? Yawn Trick, you know what we're talking about? We just discussed yes. it. Sitting in Crown Cinema uh, on a Friday night, 6.45-7, it was Dirty Dancing. That's the movie for me that was the yawn. That's the first movie I remember going to with a, my girlfriend, and we saw it six times in the theater, back to back to back to back every Friday we would go. So anyway, that's where... It's a lot of yawning. A lot of yawning, bro. A lot of yawning. Do you remember your first Yawn Trick I can't remember Junior what it high. was. I can't. I'm sure it was somewhere in that same Ghostbusters. It might have been. I love that Ghostbusters Wolf, one. Maybe. Yes. I, I love the Ghostbusters. The one with uh, Bobby Brown was a better one. Oh, that was Ghostbusters too. I understand that. Yes. All right. Well, good. So that's the top five romantic movies. I'm kind of scared to talk about the top five romantic love songs now because it comes from the same list. But you know what? Let's give it a whirl, Hank. Let's do it. So let's start with number... Oh. Since I think we actually do have it go, look at us. Look at the technology look that we're this. bringing. It's pretty awesome. Production value has just increased tenfold. So per the top ten list, the number one love song of all time, if you'll go ahead and just give us a little sample, and I'll sing along if you need me to, it's Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. I really love this song. Great you know, his song is great. It reminds me of that movie Bodyguard, which obviously was in it. Dolly Parton, I think, wrote this song, though, and a million people have covered it. Whitney Houston's, to me, stands alone. I like it the best. Okay, you can cut that one now. now. Number two, speaking of Titanic, isn't it interesting? Titanic number two love movie, 
and number two love songs. The look in your eye right there is scary, dude. Don't look at me that way ever again. Uh, Celine Dion is actually coming to Raleigh, and I want to say within maybe a month or two, too. So if you love this song a lot, get your tickets now. They're going fast. You know what's so funny about what you just said there? I love it. Celine Dion used to sell out Madison Square Garden, right? She had a a stint in Vegas for years. Stint in Vegas for years, years. Now she's in Greensboro. Yes. Right? Now Greensboro, she's in Greensboro. Area. Triad right? area. Yeah. Right? Pretty, pretty soon she's going to be at the Metro Center in Hickory. <laughs> All right? I'm not going to Raleigh. She'll be here before you know it. It's kind of like Janet Jackson yeah. just said that she was coming out on a tour. Right? Yeah. You know where she's headlining in North Carolina? Where? Greensboro. Really? That's sad. You can't get the Spectrum Center in Charlotte? You're sure. Janet Jackson. Yeah. Shut it down. Yeah. It's time to retire. Um. Anyway, My Heart Will Go On, pretty good love song. I remember that again, and not my choice, but this is the top10.com list. Next, three, classic song. I don't really think this would qual- Well, it's God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. Lovely, lovely song. Love it. I don't know if it fits this list of love songs, but let's just give it a quick listen, and I can sing a little bit, too. Don't. God only knows what I'd be heard this before yes. right okay good song moving on this one come on this cannot make the list aerosmith i don't want to miss a thing top five love song of all time no. ridiculous you can't take these serious because motown is nowhere to be found because motown should dominate the top 10 you can't even have these lists without motown and then motown's eight of the top 10 yes right absolutely and, uh, and again, Aerosmith, I think this was in a movie called, uh, this is uh, Armageddon. So they're on a meteor and they're trying to blow up the meteor so it doesn't destroy Earth. And Aerosmith's up there playing their guitars. I don't want to, yeah, yeah. come on. This that was a Ben Affleck, uh, ben Affleck movie. Yes, Liv Tyler, yes. if I'm correct. Yeah, yes. she got the part. Yes. They got the song, she <laughs> got the part. Go. Now it makes sense why it's the top four love song. Have you seen that back tat that Ben Affleck has now? No. You ought to Google that thing. Ben Affleck is committed to a back tattoo. Let's Google that bad boy. Let's look it up. I got to tell you, <laughs> this thing, well, let's go down and then okay, we'll do it. Okay. okay so, we're gonna go, what's number five on this one? Click it. Tell me if you ever heard this song. This pain is just Evanescence. I know the group Evanescence, my immortal top five love song of all time. Thank you. No, what's going on? I don't know what's going on. All right, so scrap that. Here's some other songs that I thought were interesting that made, you can cut that off, that made the top 10 or top 25. I was interested to know that Brian Adams, you know, Brian Adams, the Canadian guy, everything I do, I do it for you. The Robin Hood song, Sure. he comes in at the 10 spot. And the 11th spot with a little song called Heaven. thought that was interesting that Brian Adams, back-to-back, 10 and 11th spot. Also, 19. Guess who holds the 19th spot? Metallica. Metallica has made the top 50 love song. Metallica, Nothing Else Matters. You know that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love song? Can I get you to just break your attention <laughs> to this Ben Affleck Whoa. back tattoo. Look at this thing. That is that is commitment. I have nothing wrong with tattoos. Look at that. That is a commitment and that is colorful 
And that is you don't, everywhere. You don't think it's one of those like temporary ones that I wear every now and then? No, you, you think would, that's the real deal. I think that's the real <laughs> deal right there. What if I came to our next, uh, you know, I was swimming at the pool or something, and I took my shirt off and had that on the back of my. I'd, I'd, I'd say, where? How long did that take? Because I hadn't seen you in a long time. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, but yeah. I'm sorry. Let's go no, back. That's great. Thank Let's you for back. sharing. That <laughs> is a, quite the tattoo. <laughs> uh, other interesting ones that made the top ten dot com a love song list. Twenty one was. Wonder Wall by Oasis. Why is it on Meters. there? Yes, and number 23, Bruno Mars comes in, not with his sweet love songs, but with 24 karat magic in That's the air. What? what kind of love song list is this? Anyway, I will not be going back to top10s.com. Okay, listen, I, I was thinking about love songs on my way over here, and I was thinking, like, you've got, you have so many, there's so many different types of music that you cannot commit to saying, all right, these are the top 10 love songs, because you you could easily pick out of Motown. You could pick ten. Yes. Right. Because like if you that Percy Sledge song, when, when a, a man, man loves, a woman, loves a woman, that could top be top five song for me of all time. That could love be that, song. that could be the number one love song of all times. Absolutely. Right. Easily. So you take that kind of genre. It's one thing. You take I'll make love to you by Boys to Men. That's more of the R and B nineties R and B kind right. of genre. Keith Sweat, you add all Ralph Trezvan. Could be any, edition, any of, of those. You could have 15 in those. Yep. The hard ones to get are the rock ones. Yeah. Hair bands. Yes. Right? When I first thought of this, Is This Love by White Snake? Do you remember that one? Of course I do. I tell you, I remember hip to hip dancing, seventh grade, mm. White Snake. <laughs> you remember it too. Oh, yes, I do. White Snake. You know, for all our people out there that love rock, you can't walk by that White Snake song without thinking about a time where you had some girls, you know, Aquanet mm-hmm. getting <laughs> sprayed in your face a little yeah. bit. And you know, if you're thinking of White Snake, then you got to think of Poison. Every rose has its thorn. You know, that, that's, that's in like there. that's in there, brother. Yeah. You know, you've got a little uh, Guns and Roses, November Rain. That's kind of love songish. Um, you know, the list. Goes on and on. Right. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, did you have any other? Oh, then you got the country music genre of love songs. Sorry, I'm not on 75% all those. 75% of country music is about love. So anyway, yes, I'm I'm feeling what you're spitting out here. Yeah, I'm just, I'm going to. It, it takes you back immediately. It does, that. man. That's White <laughs> Snake right there, boys. And I'm an R&B guy. You know, I mean, I love having R&B. White Snake. That stuff used to kill in seventh grade, boy. You know, there's a chance. There's this music uh, conglomerate here in Hickory. They're trying to bring bands back around. So White Snake was actually on the list of they bands. They were not. To try. It's a, granted, it was a list of 50 bands. I saw White Snake come in, was coming in about 43rd spot. Probably hard to get them, but they were on the list. So if they came and played at Holler Mill, would you be front row? I can't say I would, <laughs> but I, I like the chances. I'd come, I'd walk in and yeah. listen to Is This Love, and, and then, then I'd leave. <laughs> then I'd bounce. That's I, I don't think I could commit to a whole concert. That's really good stuff. From them. That's good stuff. So, Thank you for sharing. Oh, can I also say, look, please, please when, when, then if you know, because I'm an R&B guy, if I had to pick other R&B songs, you know, I'll Always Love You by Whitney is like the one, I think. Sure. But If I Ever Fall in Love... By Shy. Do you remember that one? Of course I do. That's, it. That's an obscure one that people aren't going to love. But I can tell you right now, in eighth grade, or it was it was in 92. So that was uh, your Shy senior year. was definitely That 92. was your senior year. senior year. I right? remember it. So that was my freshman year. Yep. I remember that song like it was yesterday. Yes. 
and it was in romantic scenarios. Of course. Of so, Shia, I like that one. Most of my romantic scenarios from like age 17 till, till now, it's, it's all started with R&B, and it was Keith Sweat. I'll go ahead and give you my list. It was Keith Sweat. It was Jodeci. It was New Edition. Um, those were really the boys to men for sure. Boys to men for sure were in there too. Um, but anyway, that it was always on. Like you feeling romantic? That's going on, you know. I'm sorry, I learned that about you today. <laughs> I really am. You learn something new every day, Hank. And you know what? That leads us into our last segment of the day. Thank God, we made it. Hank's hierarchy. The Valentine edition. I cannot <laughs> wait for this. This is good stuff, guys. I would ask now if I've not the, heard any of these. I, know, I would ask now if all the young children would possibly put ear earmuffs on or leave the car immediately. Okay. Okay. We gave the warning. Number one, are you ready? I don't know where this is going. Are you ready? I feel kind of uncomfortable. Hank's hierarchy, Valentine edition. Question one, go. Name a type of food that can most easily be turned into a heart shape. Strawberry. <laughs> It is hard shape. <laughs> name a name a date besides Valentine's Day when you shouldn't break up with someone. Oh my God, Christmas. Number three, Valentine's Day gift for wife: candy or flowers? Flowers. Lingerie or gift cards? Lingerie. Vacuum or gym membership? <laughs> Vacuum. <laughs> Outfit you would like your wife to be dressed up in when you get home from work today, Hank? Naughty teacher or sexy police officer? <laughs> Teacher. Number five, favorite position. On the basketball court. On the basketball court. (laughs) Favorite position on the basketball court, Hank. Top of the key. (laughs) There you go. Well done. Well done. You thought I was, were you thinking I was talking about something else, Mm -hmm. Hank? No, I did not. Of course not. Of course not. Good job. Good job today, buddy. Thank you. We got through the special Valentine's Day edition, our worst holiday of the year. We made it through. We made it to face another day. Good luck to you tomorrow with your Valentine's Day escapade. I, I hope you're wonderful. able to find dinner. We will find dinner somewhere. I got a Bojangles gift card hey, in my pocket. You might, might want that. Might be at Chick-fil-A. We'll be somewhere, though, and it'll be fun. So this weekend, oh, I got a fun story. You were at the Heart Ball last week. Or not the Heart Ball, the uh, Art. Gala. Gala. Yes, I was. The DJ, right? Joe DJ Bun. Joe Bun. Famous from when I was in college, he would do all the... Uh, parties in Chapel Hill and Raleigh. And so I've danced in front of that dude a million times. So he's leaving the event. He was like getting on the elevator and I actually happened to be walking by and I was like, hey man, I don't know if you remember me, but you know, used to play spin records when I was like 18 years old and 19 years old and I would dance and you'd come to Raleigh. He's like, yeah, yeah, I remember all those parties. So I was like, take a picture of, if you don't mind, can I get a picture with you? I'm going to send it to all my buddies. So click, click. So um, I sent it to my buddies. They're like, holy cow, that's great. I haven't seen Joe Bunn in a long time. Well, then I get a picture back on Monday. It's one of my good, good buddies, Kevin. He's in the same – he's with Joe Bunn, and he's doing the same thing we were doing. And I was like, this is weird. And so uh, this is even crazier. So he starts talking to DJ Joe Bunn, who's a friend of his. And he was like, how was your weekend, you know? And he's like, dude, I was in Hickory at this event, and, you know, they were getting it on in Hickory. And there's this one dude that was like – Tearing up stuff. And Kevin had his phone. He was like, is that the dude? And it was the picture of me doing the same thing that Kevin, which was hanging out with Joe Bunn. Right. Is that not hilarious? I like how you got your own little, <laughs> like, did you see that? 
Did you see how he just complimented his dancing on this hey. radio, the show that we just put yeah. on there? This is incredible. Across the world, Unprecedented. Brother. Across the world, these dance moves. He's That's where these dance moves take me. Joe yes. Bunn. Joe Bunn. If he ever needs a, a dancer for while he's spinning records. Call me up. Call so, me up. How did you think? What did you think about that party? Was that, I thought it was fun. That party was so much fun. I think it's fun. Like yeah. last year, I danced for like three hours last year. Yeah. Right? Sweating. Oh. Everything. Mm. I wasn't feeling 100%. Like, like, it was just, I don't know what it was. Yeah. There were a lot of people out on that dance floor. You know what I love? I love it when, like you, you're, you're good. You're out there dancing, have a good time. You're doing you, right? I love it when I get on the dance floor. I dance with my wife. I do whatever. You know what I don't love? What's that? I don't love the person that doesn't like to dance, but feels obligated to, if they're going to be out there, to get you out there. Yes. And I know that's never you, but like they look at you and I'm like sitting there having a drink and Listen, I'm talking to somebody. On, I'm, I'm talking to somebody and they're like, you need to get out of here. You are a terrible person unless you're out of here. I'm like, I'm just enjoying my drink. Can I just sit here and look and talk to this cat? Yes. I'm going to go. I'm not going out there out of spite now. Hank, I understand exactly where you're coming from because think about me. I'm not. I'm not bragging on this. Another I'm dancing. I'm not bragging uh, on these, this guy's this dancing guy. moves or anything, but. When I walk, just if I just walk uh, past the dance floor, if I'm going to get a drink or going to use the restroom or whatever, and someone spots me and they're on the dance floor, they're like, "You, why are you not out here?" At least ten times every fifteen minutes. Can you know enjoy yourself. Yes, and I always feel obligated, like I got to be out there. Can I talk to my friend? Yeah, let me go out here and do what I got to do. I don't need to be on the dance floor six hours during the event when it's six and a half hours. Need a headband? Give me, yeah, no kidding. I needed a change of of. I needed a new shirt. I knew I needed everything. I was very sweaty, yeah. very sweaty, but a great time. Great time I had by all. Best dancer there. I, I, I'll <laughs> go ahead and admit it. You're the best dancer there. Thank you. I've heard that a couple times before. I didn't dance out. <laughs> Love it. All right, dude. Anything else we need to talk about? I don't think so. Really anything good? else planned this weekend? Uh, what you got? Nope. Uh, the kids are off Friday and Monday, so I don't know what we're going to do. I'm sure something fun will arise. And don't forget, we do have some exciting things with the Mesh and Big Fan coming up. I think the month of March, we're going to have some special guests attend this fabulous podcast and be a part of what uh, we do in here every Wednesday. You excited about that? I'm really excited about that. Yeah. I, I hope that the planning works out because... Uh, yeah. I think it it's will. uh it's hopefully going to hopefully we don't get a scenario where he's going to come <laughs> yeah. and then he doesn't, he doesn't show. show yeah so i i'm very excited about it i think bringing new people in here is going to only expose them to the dark side of big yes. fan right and you know the number one on the list is addison fox get ready is he coming he might be here our our membership or our downloads just plummeted i was like getting ready to say why would you say that <laughs> why would you say that <laughs> Just kidding, Addison. We love you. All right, buddy. Well, until two weeks from now, Godspeed. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.